Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. Today I have a really special guest on the podcast. Her name is Dr. Heidi Brumbar and she is the creator of the Vocab Victor app, which is an amazing app which helps you learn vocabulary in a really fun and motivating way. I've tried it and I found it really addictive actually. And the reason we're in touch with each other is that Heidi has taken my uh, vocabulary list from the 28 day challenge, the IELTS 28 day vocabulary challenge. And she has integrated that into her fabulous app so that you can now learn those words through playing games and through lots of fun and recycling ways on your phone. So I'm going to ask Dr. Heidi if she'd just like to say hi and tell us a bit about her background. So hi Heidi and welcome to the show. So nice to be here. Hi, Fiona. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited. And thank you so much for letting me put your word list in the app. I, I think this will be really exciting both for your learners, your students in your course to use the words and also for my app users to have access to those words and hopefully find their way to your course, which is just great. So thank you for having me on the show. So how, how did you start it? Where did the idea come from? Uh, the idea for Vocab Victor, I think, has been germinating for probably about 20 years. And I would even go back further than that. I am a lifelong language nerd. I've been studying foreign languages since I was 12. And I, um, I always found through um, high school and college that I loved studying languages at the beginning. It was like so much fun and so exciting and you learn so much so quickly. And then after you hit like second or third year, it just wasn't as fun anymore. And the learning slows down. Um, it's harder to make progress. You don't feel those great gains. And I think eventually, you know, over the years, I've come to understand that a big part of the reason is that it's very difficult to learn intermediate level vocabulary or what we call mid-level vocabulary compared to um, compared to beginning vocabulary, which are high frequent words. And um, I can I have a theory about that. I haven't published my theory, but um, but my theory about that is simply that you hear those high frequent high frequency words a lot and so you remember them better but the infrequent word like you hear a word like raincoat or helmet it's like okay i'll look up that word but then you don't hear it again for six months so you don't remember it it's like you meet somebody at a cocktail party and you have a great conversation but then six months later you see them and of course you don't remember their name so um so one of the things that I thought from the very beginning is that in order to build and strengthen that intermediate level vocabulary, you have to repeat the words um, and kind of make them appear so that you remember them more like the, the high frequent words. So that's, that's kind of uh, where I came at it from a language learner standpoint. Um, 
from a linguistic standpoint, I was working in the 90s. I had a website called Personal Educational Press, which uh, I made for teachers, uh, elementary school teachers and homeschooling parents to make flashcards, wordless, and um, bingo board cards based on their wordless. I got deeper into it. And I wanted to add word learning to it. So I developed a little flashcard program. And then I just thought, wait a second, are mm. flashcards really the best way to learn words? Mm. And I became, I became so obsessed with this question that I literally went to graduate school to see if I could come up with the answer. So I went to graduate school in my 40s. I, um, I got a master's degree. I was studying computational linguistics. And then I was fortunate enough to, um, to get into a PhD program at Simon Fraser University under the amazing um, Dr. Trudy Heift, who is just one of the, one of the top names in computer-assisted language learning. And she's just absolutely brilliant. And so she taught me everything I know about computer-assisted language learning and what we call intelligent computer-assisted language learning, or ICAL, which is that you build a model of the learner's knowledge in the, in the software mm-hmm. so that you know every, everything that the learner does, you keep track of. So mm-hmm. you have a pretty good idea of what they know and what mm-hmm. they don't know. And this is just light years beyond you know, what we saw in the first, the early type of um, computer software where it would be like a little flashcard game and it would show you the same words over and over because it, did, it didn't know that you had learned that word. Yeah. So, um, so this is kind of a key innovation, I think, that I, that I really uh, use a lot with Vocab Victor. But the other thing I did when I was in graduate school, Trudy, uh, Dr. Hype does a lot of grammar, but I was really interested in vocabulary. I was just mm-hmm. completely convinced that there was something important about vocabulary that was help, that was preventing learners to advance to the next level. Yeah. Um, and so I, I started reading everything I could about uh, vocabulary. And the past 30 years has been a real renaissance. I mean, I think in the, you know, from the, in the mid-century, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it was all grammar. Grammar mm-hmm. was king. Everybody was just like, we're going to translate sentences. You're going to learn mm-hmm. Latin. You know, you have to learn these grammatical structures. But the fact is that if you are a person in a country where you don't know the language very well, yeah. knowing those weird grammatical structures will not help you if you have a flat tire and you don't know the word for tire. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, this this happened to my dad. And, and he, all he could say in Mexico is he was able to convey the idea that he had a flat tire by using a few vocabulary words. So from a communicative standpoint, I think vocabulary is more important than grammar. And not that I'm not dissing grammar, but yeah. I just, I think that it, um, it can take you very far. Mm. Uh, so, um, so that was when I kind of studied vocabulary. And then all this kind of came together with my third love, you know, besides language and computers, which is games. And I just love games so much. So I knew I wanted to make something that was really fun and engaging and would have that quality, like you said earlier, that addictive quality. So you want to come back and just learn mm. one more word. So that was that was kind of the background that I had going into creating that app. Mm. 
Now, it's interesting you said about how important it is as you know a communicative device when you're in different countries but because I teach IELTS and my, my students have to learn this really uncommon or less common vocabulary and, and that's the difficult thing for us you know getting this really weird vocabulary related to you know say the environment or um, well any of those 28 topics and they're words that you just don't see every day and right. you force yourself to look at them because if you look at an IELTS test then those words are coming up all the time they're in the reading or in the listening um, you'll need them for the speaking you'll need them for the writing so they're a very specific set of words that just come up a lot in the exam but you never see them in everyday life and I think that's the problem and vocab victor seems to kind of bridge that gap <laughs> it, exactly it takes those horribly difficult words and it kind of makes them normal and accessible and it's just the amount of recycling and different ways to recycle the words that you know, just makes them stick. Uh, as you said, in real life, we don't see them on a, enough of a regular basis to learn them. Right. One of the big things in vocabulary research, the clearest articulation of this came from a brilliant linguist named Paul Nation out of New Zealand. And he came up with this idea, or he articulated this idea that there's different ways to know a word so people say i know a word mm -hmm. what does that mean mm -hmm. it means do you know what the word looks like do you know how it's spelled mm -hmm. do you know how it sounds do you know how to pronounce it do you know some synonyms for the word do you know the meaning in your language for the word do you know how to use the word in the sentence? And the idea is that knowing a word is not just one thing. It's it's like a constellation of things. It's all mm -hmm. different, um, all different things that that come together uh, to combine rich knowledge for this word. So what I'm trying to do in vocab Victor is um, is teach those different types of knowledges. So we have four games, and they each kind of teach different types of word knowledge so one of them is focused on like the dictionary definition and one of them is focused on kind of the spelling of the word and the letters that make up the word and then uh our main game word strike is a matching game and this is i think the core it was the first game we developed it was kind of the first game i thought of and it's at the core of what vocab victor is doing which is to teach, take the same word and give multiple matches for that word. Mm -hmm. So if you say global, then you could say national is kind of a net match for that word. Or then you'll see global and it will say uh, world mm -hmm. or earth mm -hmm. or, you know, so the mm -hmm. idea is that when you see these multiple associations for a word, you start to build up kind of a rich network of associations for the word, which mm. helps you remember it, because memory is strengthened by multiple associations. Yeah. That's just that's just a fact. So if you only, it's again, you know, like if you saw that, saw that guy in, you know, you met that guy at a cocktail party, you don't really have anything to remember him. But I met this guy recently, his name was Gilbert, 
And for some reason, I decided I really want to remember this guy's name because I might see him again and it would be polite to be able to remember his name. So I had this idea of linking the word Gilbert to the word Gil, which is a fish. So I kind of like built a picture of a fish in my head, you know, next to this guy. So now it's like, what's that guy's name? Oh, the fish. What does a fish have? Gil. So it was kind of like a path. So people have been using these tricks for word learning for a long time. But I tried to do it by authentically um, matching different English words with um, with the word that you're trying to learn. Mm-hmm. There's that magic number. I don't know where it came from, but I think teachers use it a lot, is that you have to see or hear a word 12 times before it kind of starts to stick. Is there any truth in that? Um, I I don't know that exact number. I haven't done it though. You do have to see a word multiple times. I think with advertising, the magic number is six. Um, okay. You know, um, but you do usually have to see a word multiple times to remember. There's an exception, which is if it's a cognate in your language, and at that time you can you can only see it once. But um, but yeah, so. So what I do is in the app, I repeat the word multiple times. So as soon as mm-hmm. the, the word is what we call being learned, that yeah. will come up in the app in different games. So yeah. you'll see it in one game and a puzzle. You'll see it in word strike. And then in another game, you'll have to match the definition. So the idea is that after you've seen the word, um, we, we kind of have an algorithm where we match it a certain number of times. Then... Uh, we consider that word has been learned and then we go on to the next words in your list. So yeah. um, that's what's so, so I, about it. It does all of that work for you, doesn't it? And it's just in it the does all the work thing. for yeah. you. I mean, I think if you've got a flashcard, a box of flashcards, the trick is that you keep the words kind of like in one pile if you want to mm-hmm. study them more. But uh, but even then with the flashcard, the downside of flashcards is that it only has one match for a word, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a translation or a meaning or mm-hmm. a synonym, but with vocab victory, I have multiple matches for the words. And that's, that's, I think one of the, including collocation. So that's, that's kind of one of the, um, one of the strengths of the game that I think, mm-hmm. but, um, but I want to go back to this, this thing you said about oh, we shouldn't be teaching um, students wordless. And I think that there's there's two ways to look at that. I mean, mm-hmm. if you say, if you're an ESL teacher and the students come in, and at the beginning of the week, you give them a physical list of words mm-hmm. and say, learn these words, go off and, and do your thing. I agree that is not teaching. It's mm. a horrible thing. This mm. happened to me in Russian. And I, I remember it so well because I think about this. But we had in our uh, third year Russian class one day, the teachers handed everybody in the department this list. And it was called the Slavar Minimum, which means the minimum vocabulary, mm-hmm. the minimum dictionary. They said, learn these words. Mm-hmm. They, were all, um, they were all abstract words. They were mm-hmm. uh, discourse markers. They were um, they they were difficult words. They mm-hmm. were they were intermediate level words, and they were all really hard words. Mm-hmm. No effort was ever made to why not 
why should we learn these words? Because they were good words, but no mm. effort was made to teach those words. Mm. Yeah. You know, it was just like, here, you're college students. You know how to learn a language. Just take this word list and what? Memorize it? Yeah. You know, so even if you memorize, again, I could memorize like, two words, you know, the Russian and the English word, but that doesn't necessarily tell me the best way to use that word in a Russian sentence, mm. you know? And so I think we have evolved a little bit. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving students a list of words mm. as long as the list is short. Um, you don't expect your students more to learn more than, um, you know, 10 or 20 words a week. I know you've got your, your express course where they're, um, where they're going really fast and, you know, yeah. this is what they're doing every day. So that's an exception, but yeah. you can't overload them and, and giving yeah. them, and from a gamification standpoint, giving a student a list of words and saying, learn these words over the semester is such a weak play compared to giving them 10 words a week and then having them have the opportunity to see success. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I did with the, um, the word list for the IELTS list and the vocab Victor's app is after they, after they buy the word list, they can look at it. They see which word they've learned. They see how far along they are to learning the individual list, yeah. words in the list. And after they've learned all the words in the list, that will come up with its own little check mark. So they've got that sense of satisfaction. Yeah. And you can't get that if you give them too much to do in one sitting. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But the other thing that's good about word lists, and I'm just, it's not, it's not like a hill I'm going to die on, but I think it's a useful pedagogical technique, is that vocabulary is very helpfully learned thematically. And... This is um, this is this is well known, and it has to do yeah. with again building up those associations. So if I if you give me uh, words about the environment and then have me do a reading about the environment, like you do in your course, or you talk to me about the environment, yeah. all these words are suddenly not just words on a list, exactly. but they're words in context. And this is why you know it's important when we get these word lists is that it doesn't exist in the vacuum. I have had, um, you know, especially your, your list is such a great example. I really encourage people to not just get the list and vocab Victor, but to also get your course because the two things go together. Yeah. Yeah. Your course provides rich context for the words. And so that they're not just floating around in your mind, they're related to a meaningful topic. Whereas vocab Victor will give them specific practice for the yeah. words. It will help them remember the words. So I saw that word in the reading and then I learned it in vocab yeah. Victor. I learned the associations for the word. Now I'm going to go in, I'm going to sit down to the test. I'm going to see that word. I'm going to be able to write it in an essay because I know how to spell it. You know, so all these things are going to come together to, I say, uh, build and strengthen their, their vocabulary. So build yeah. means learn more words and strengthen is to strengthen the knowledge for the words they already know. Yeah, I mean, the, the important thing you just said uh, about things coming together, um, you, you know, the, the reading, you can't learn everything in isolation either. So the, the, the vocabulary list, yes, it's good to learn and it's great to practice with vocab Victor, but it'll only kind of cement your knowledge through 
doing the reading, doing, doing the listening. You know, there's no point just doing like just a reading course, but by reading, you're seeing the words which help you with your speaking. And it's all integrated, isn't it? It, it is. And uh, one of the interesting things in the research, in the vocabulary research, and this is again, you know, paraphrasing off the top of my head from Paul Nation, is that um, if you have a piece of text, if, you, if you're reading something and you don't know more than 10% of the words, so if you only know 80% of the words or 75% of the words, you are not going to succeed in reading that text. Mm. You know, you, you, you just, you can't. Because even if you're sitting there with a dictionary, every time you look up a word as, oh, that's what that means, then you have to go back to the beginning of the sentence and look at it again. Or you might be able to guess what the word means. And again, if you want to try to learn words by guessing, people think you can just, you know, read and you'll magically learn words. That process is not magical. In mm. fact, we, we're still studying it. We don't really know exactly what happens there. But part of what happens is that you, you make a guess about the word. You can't do that if you don't know the other words in the sentence. If I give you a sentence with 10 words and you don't know half of them, you can't begin to guess half of those words. So, you know, the idea is that, you know, they'll do the reading, they'll kind of get the idea, start to start to acquire the vocabulary, go to Vocab Victor, learn the words, go back to the reading, read it again and say, okay, now I know what that word's. Now I can start to do reading comprehension, which is what you have to do for IELTS. And vocabulary is a necessary but not sufficient condition for reading comprehension. I mean, you... You you yeah. you can learn reading comprehension with vocabulary. You can't without vocabulary. It's just impossible. I absolutely agree. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you think um, Vocab Victor will evolve in the future? Do you have any other plans for it? Oh, I have nothing but plans for the future, Fiona. Mm -hmm. I I lay in bed at night and think about all the things I want to do. I always I. I always imagined that Vocab Victor was a constellation of games, lots of games, and each game which teach different type of word knowledge. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, developing software is really expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at this point, you know, I need to stop with the software development. It, mm. I'm not going to say that my team came to me at an intervention and said you can't develop any more games, but you know, I have to focus on marketing the software now and we have to get more people using it. We have to get people spending money on it. And, you know, when that happens, then I will develop some more games. And I want a game, I want a game for every, again, looking back at kind of nation's table, I want a game that teaches every type of word knowledge. I want a game that matches word to pictures. I want a game that matches words to sound. I want a game where you have to pronounce the word mm -hmm. in order to win. I want a game where you have to, you know, master the collocations for a word. You know, I want a game where you that teaches you the different parts of a word. So I want a morphology game, you know, that kind of, um, you know, takes word families like govern and governor and government and starts to, sh you have to work with those families to build the words up. So I, I would love to do nothing but make more games. Right now I'm, I'm the marketing manager of the company because I'm pretty much the whole company. Uh, but, um, 
you know, as soon as I get the chance, I will start doing games. And the other thing I want to do, and this is another thing that I think is a little controversial in the ESL field, is I want a translation game. You mm -hmm. know, in fact, I want two translation games because I think learning the word and the translation into your language is really helpful. I don't think it's the beginning and end of vocabulary. Mm. Um, but when you talk about, you know, building paths to remember a word, that's one of the strongest paths you can do because the word in your language, you already know it's really salient to you. You don't have to like try to match it to a word that you kind of know in English, you know? Mm. Um, so I want a translation game. I want a picture game. I want a, I want a sound game. I want a collocations game. I want mm. a morphology game. And then I want more of all those games that are like way more fun, like, mm. you know, a hangman game and a bingo game. And um, I'd love to figure out a way for students to um, uh, play the game, play games against each other. We've, we've talked mm. about that, but it's a, it's a very tough nut to crack. Mm. I think people don't realize how much work goes into creating a really good product because I've tried loads of vocabulary learning apps and they're all just a bunch of words. They just don't do anything. They don't motivate you. There's no kind of connection between the words. They're random. I poured, I poured my heart and most of my savings into this because I really wanted to get it right, you know, and I, I think there's lots of different ways to write a mediocre vocab flashcard program, and there's tons of them on the App yes. Store. And, you know, I wanted to do a lot of things. One, I wanted to have a learner model, and that was really the top thing. I know everything that the learner does in Vocab Victor. I keep track of every match they make. You know, it's like that Sting song. Every move you make, every, you know, every game you win, I'll be watching you. And then... I do that to repeat the words like we've been talking about. So they see them until they learn them. But the other thing I do is to estimate their vocabulary level. So when they get new words, they're not too hard, not too easy. Mm -hmm. um, so they're at the right level. But the other thing is I wanted it to look like a game. I didn't want it to be, I'm not trying to like compete with Candy Crush Saga, mm -hmm. but, um, but I did want a game that, that was fun and, colorful and had sound effects and you know you win something and you get to climb up the levels and you know i found a really really talented um artist whose name i don't want to mispronounce um alexander um Kasuski, i think and he's uh he's uh uh from belarus because I, I started in I started in Russian I can't finish it in English he's from he's from white Russia and um, he is immensely talented mm -hmm. and I gave him like the broadest possible guidelines I said you know I want a set of games I want some sort of theme and you know I want the games to all work together and he and I gave him the mascot we had Victor uh, that was the only thing we had and the first game it came up with was that word strike game with uh, the target and the arrows. And then he had a tower in the background. And I said, what's that? You know, and then immediately it just hit me. as like, that's Victor's castle. That's where mm -hmm. he lives. And we just started developing from that. So all of the games are kind of in that world that he created. Where can we find you, Heidi, if we're looking for you? If we've just listened to the podcast and where can we find you? 
Um, you can find my app on the App Store, the Apple Store, uh, type in Vocab Victor. You can find us on Google Play, type in Vocab Victor, or you can find us on the internet, type in vocabvictor.com, or Twitter, or Instagram, or YouTube, or uh, is that Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, just Vocab Victor, um, and we're, we're all around, we're all around the palette place we're all around the town and uh we'd love to hear from you the other way you can find me is if you go into the app and um you go into the uh the the profile page there's a thing that says send feedback and if you tap that button that goes straight into my email box so i would love to hear from from people about the um about the app and uh any feedback they have well, I'm sure you're going to help thousands and thousands of students with their vocabulary. It, it's such a great app. Please go and try it. And Heidi, I think it's it's free, isn't it? The whole app is free? The app is free. It's free to download. It's free to use. Our main in-app purchase is something called Charms. And you need to have Charms in order to buy the IELTS list and the other list that we mm -hmm. have on there. You can also win Charms by playing, but you know you'd have to you'd have to play a lot to to win enough Charms uh, to uh, to get the list. Um, so the word list, the only thing about the word list is you do need to register in order to get the word list, but registration is free. So that's just yeah. to make sure that we can keep track of it. So if you have like a, a tablet at, at home, you can use your same phone or the same tablet. And if you lose your phone, you, your registration is still there. So if you get a new phone, yeah. then, um, then you'll still have your word list. So that's okay. why, that's why we require the registration. Oh, well, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with this app because I'm sure there is going to be so much more exciting times to come and lots more games to play. Well, I'm really excited to get the feedback from your students on this mm. word list and I hope it will really help them, um, you know, study for the IELTS and maybe less time than it took them before and get a great score and that would be awesome. So cool. Love to hear about that. Thanks very much, Heidi. Thanks for joining me today. We'll speak soon. Well, thank you for having me, Fiona. It's been a real pleasure. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye.